award-winning podcaster and voted most hated radio host in all of central Mississippi by Democrats everywhere, this is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. That is not an official award. I have not received a plaque, but I see the hate, and I do appreciate it. I would rather you hate me than nothing. So welcome in to the Clay Edwards Show, the most incendiary talk radio show pumping across the airwaves anywhere in America every Monday through Friday in the a.m., 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. I go toe-to-toe with Kim Wade. He's very incendiary as well. So uh, we'll call it a tie. We'll call it a tie. But I'm in the mornings. He's in the afternoons. We don't compete. We celebrate each other. All right. The Guns and Gear text line. You guys want to chime in this morning. 601-879-0000. No, that's the phone number. <laughs> well, the phone number. 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line. 7692411944. Hey, real quick before we get started, man. I just got a text from my friends over at Reliable Rental Equipment. Right out there in North Jackson, boss man, Mr. Steve, just says, um, hey, they have got a dumpster, a rent-a-dumpster special here. So if you rent a dumpster for a month, you will get a free dump rental rental side. Let me read this off air, <laughs> and I'll get back to you. We got we got, we got got specials over at, at uh, Reliable Rental Equipment. I thought that was going to be a little more simple. <laughs> Anyhow, hey, today, 11 a.m., if you're in Flowood, Burgers, Blues, Barbecue is having their ribbon cutting. Get out there, show support, let them know you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show and WYAB. Again, that's right there in Dogwood in front of Dick's Sporting Goods. That is the ribbon cutting with the Chamber of Commerce and all that good stuff for our friends over at Burgers, Blues, Barbecue, Flowood, Mississippi. That's exciting. And hey, if you're in Brandon around 1030, you want to go to another big event right there, the Orleans Shopping Center Complex, the the big new development they're building right out there in Brandon, right next to Home Depot. They're going to be announcing the first batch of uh, retail outlets coming over there. That's going to be a massive development, I believe. Just based on what I've heard, it's the largest development in Rankin County since Dogwood. I mean, I can't think of one bigger. So get out there, check that out. Be the first to know what is coming to Brandon 042. I'm excited. That's my hood. So things are a-booming in Rankin County. I saw where they did the groundbreaking for Top Golf in Madison County yesterday. That's going to be a massive, massive deal there. Very exciting. I saw the kind of seen the layout for the whole complex there's going to be an amphitheater i don't think so it ain't going to be like a brandon amphitheater style amphitheater but it's going to be an amphitheater out there for stuff i mean we need a venue where like three or four thousand people 2500 people can go enjoy a show that's already got a fixed stage with a roof so you know you, you got to bring in production and stuff like that we don't really have that um outside of the city hall live in brandon which i love but i think we need more of those in the area. I think Madison County definitely needs something for live entertainment. If one thing y'all don't know about me, or one thing you're going to know about me, is I love live music. 
It's the one thing that has been a consistent in my life from the time I was 12 years old and went to my first concert, Poison, 1987, the Jackson Coliseum, up until now. I try to attend a – I bet you on average I see at least 50 concerts a year. Now, anything from a guy playing an acoustic guitar in the corner at Shuckers or any other restaurant, Acme Pizza, Burgers and Blues, or we just went and saw Disturbed and Falling in Reverse Saturday night. I ain't missing a concert. I even go to ones I don't necessarily think I would like. And I'm going to tell you what, two concerts this year that I went to, and I'm going to get into some stuff. We got a lot to talk about today, but you got to go with the hot hand every now and then. The two best concerts I saw at the Brandon Amphitheater last year were the two I was the least excited about. Train, and some of y'all are going to get mad at me when I say this one, because Clay, how were you not excited for that? I was not really excited about Willie Nelson. I'm just going to be honest. Willie's got, a, in my mind, I was like, we're going to go here on the road again and whatever else Willie plays. That's the first concert I've cried at. Maybe ever. Like, it was such an emotional event, that whole concert. Knowing that's probably going to be the last time you see Willie Nelson alive, unless he manages to come back through here to 100. It was like his 90th birthday or something like that. How old he is now. And uh, that ended up, I think Willie was the best one. And then Train was surprisingly a really good concert. One of the top five concerts I've seen out there in the amphitheater. So, And, you know, it's, like, it's funny. I, to me, concerts are kind of social events. I don't always go and just watch the concert. I like to walk around and talk to people. And uh, But those are the two that I actually set my butt in my seat the whole time and watched. <laughs> and magically, they were the best two concerts. We were talking about that on the way back up from Biloxi the other day. I said, like, yeah, and the ones I actually sit down and pay attention to end up being the best ones. That's not to say the other ones wouldn't have been equally as great if I hadn't have set my butt down and watched them and not made a social event out of the concert. But that goes all the way back to the, the 90s when concerts used to come to Jackson and we would just walk around the ring at the Coliseum. I mean, I, think, I bet you when Metallica came on the Black Album Tour, I, I bet you I saw two songs because we were just walking around outside Fighting and doing dumb South Jackson stuff. Speaking of fighting and doing dumb South Jackson stuff. Look, guys, I know Michael Guest's son got in trouble up there in Nashville. I mean, he he was doing stupid 20-year-old stuff at at the end of the day. I mean, raise your hand if you were underage drinking in a bar and got in trouble. I I got both hands raised in the studio. And I know everybody, you know, that's got, that's got an axe to grind with Michael and wants to make a big deal out of it and, you know, teach their own. We ain't going to ignore it. We ain't going to pretend it didn't happen. But I just want to remind everybody, you know, like me personally, I have a 21-year-old daughter. She'll be 22 this week. You know, I would be lying if I said she ain't got caught drinking at a bar underage and misbehaving. I've had to get that two-in-the-morning phone call from my friends that work at a bar and say, hey, she's in, she, 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 she didn't got in the sauce. You know, so I ain't going to sit up here and throw rocks from my glass house. Now, if he was got arrested for DUI or shooting somebody or hurting somebody, it's a different story. It's a story then. I don't know that it's necessarily a story now. You know, what I would be curious of, I mean, just while we're talking about it is uh, I would like to look and see how people, if you find a comparative a comparative event when he was DA in Rankin, Madison County. How did he sentence people 
that did the same thing on his watch as as DA. And uh, say I'm, I would expect something equal there, but it's Nashville, it's not Mississippi. So anyway, yep, did see that. Didn't want to pretend I was ignoring it, but I'm gonna give him some grace because I would I would want the same thing. I don't want my daughter held to the standards y'all hold me to, or that I hold myself to, for that matter. You know, kids are young; they got to learn, and it is what it is. So we'll uh, we'll move on from that. But uh, again, thought we would mention it. Let's see here. We do, we got four minutes. I want to go back to my notes here. Yes, well, sp- speaking of of Michael Guest, um, a guy that he, in my mind, especially as as big a sentences as he gave over there when he was DA, I mean, throwing people away for a long time. Which, I mean, hey, that's how you keep an area safe. I'm not mad. I ain't hating. I'm actually going to bring up one that I don't think got to go to jail long enough. And yesterday, he proved why he didn't get to go to jail for long enough. Here's a story from WLBT. Man involved in the kidnapping of Kingston Frazier arrested in Flowood parking lot. Like most of y'all, you were probably shocked to find out when a young Kingston's murderers or accomplices to murder, was out of jail. I'm like, what? Was he on a field trip from prison? I mean, how is he getting arrested in the Flowood parking lot? I didn't know he escaped. Well, come to find out, it was early release. Got 15 years, only served about three or four. And, uh, you know, Bay, uh, not Bailey, um, Guest was the DA at the time. Let's see here. Here's a story. Flowood, Mississippi. A man involved in the kidnapping of Kingston Frazier was arrested over the weekend after selling drugs to undercover authorities. According to Rankin County Sheriff Brian Bailey, the purchase took place on Friday in a parking lot in Flowood. The operation was part of a conjoined effort. I always hear the word conjoined. I think twins. Was part of a conjoined effort by Rankin County deputies along with Madison Police Department investigators and Flowood police officers working with and support and supported by the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. D. Allen, Tyree, Washington, sold authorities 30 dosages of units of ecstasy and one ounce of marijuana. After a short foot chase, after the purchase, Washington was taken into custody and charged with the sale of MDMA, uh, the sale of marijuana, and possession of marijuana and resisting arrest. Washington pled guilty in 2018 to accessory after the fact to kidnapping Kingston Frazier and was sentenced to 15 years in prison. He was released on parole in 2022. So somewhere between three and four years he did. But, you know, if y'all don't remember Kingston Frazier, he was asleep in the back of his mom's car uh, back in May of 2017. The car got kidnapped and they took the kid out there to Gluckstadt and sadly uh, decided to murder a six-year-old. Because they didn't want to get in trouble for stealing a car. Uh, that, that that just tells you the mindset. The mindset of some people. Let's see here. They um yeah, here's the part I really wanted to get to about D. Allen, Washington. Uh he's also part of an ongoing investigation by local authorities revealed that there is a high, high probability that Washington has direct ties to fentanyl overdose deaths in Rankin County. 
Is he not the dumbest SOB criminal of the day that we've had in a long time? I'm talking about fighting and foeing. Turned up to 11. You, you're going to go sell. My mic's a little hot. You're going to go sell dope in Rankin County? Fentanyl? I know I, I call it fentanyl. I, I don't know. I, you know, man, I'm from this, I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. This is how I talk. You selling fentanyl in Rankin County? Ecstasy in Rankin County? The F around in capital, the F around and find up capital of Mississippi. I mean, just pick a town in Rankin County, and. And you, you're just supposed to know. You don't F around there. Whether it's Pearl. We know Pearl don't play. We know Pearl don't play. I hope to have uh, Nick McClendon, the new chief, come on once he gets settled in. This is me publicly inviting him. <laughs> uh, you know Pearl don't play. Flowood, Brandon, Rankin County Sheriff's Department. Go on and on. And you're going to go over there? And so, not just marijuana. Like, I'll give you a pass on marijuana. You know, it's just so it's so widespread. But you still got to know. I mean, it's illegal, and this is what they do. But you meet somebody in Flowood to sell ecstasy, just on the stupidity of that alone. The stupidity of that alone. You should never walk out of jail again because you don't need to be. A, you don't need to be a part of society. We don't need people that stupid in society. You got a free pass for killing a kid, being associated with it, whatever. You took a little vacation, four years, and you come back into society. And it tells you a lot about our prison system. They're just teaching them to be better criminals. Now, I know that there's been some changes and this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, birds of a feather. You lock them all up together, and rarely do they actually improve the situation. For the money we spend, they should all be up there taking classes and be in school. It should not be wake up, work out, go to sleep. Wake up, work out, go to sleep. Hell, if you could safely do it and my rear end was secure and safe, didn't have to worry about getting violated, I might take a year off. Man, can I just can I just go to jail for a year and just work out every day and sleep? I wouldn't want to do it in parchment. You know, but heck, I, I, mean, I see some of the, I see some of the um, trustees running around town. I, I'm kidding. I do not want to go to jail. Um, my point being, they should be doing more than, they they should be slave labor if they're going to be in jail. That just I 100% co-sign on that. I think if you go to jail, you should be you should be forced to do slave labor, build highways, pick up trash, all that. 100% record this. Play it back later. Speaking of that, a guy, y'all's, y'all's boy, has made it. If y'all have been pulling for my success, it is it has happened. Not the most, not being the most listened to radio show in the mornings in Mississippi. Not the best podcaster award by the Jackson Free Press. I love to throw that out there. Not the millions and millions of views on the internet. A local rapper 
took one of my podcasts and used my audio talking about how deadly Jackson was as the intro to his song about how deadly Jackson is. Like I was, and he tagged me in it on uh, say on, on Instagram. I was like, I have finally made it into a rap song. I have made it. I'm like the Jacktown Donald Trump. The rappers are talking about me. Probably not in the same way they talked about Trump originally. But nonetheless, you take it how you can get it. All right, phone lines wide open, 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line, 7692-41-1944. Hey, guys, somebody tried to call me on the Guns and Gear text line. We don't answer that. Uh, if you want to call in, again, 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show right here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment brought to you by our friends over at Reliable Rental Equipment. Let me get the ad read right this time. The specials going on this week is if you rent a a dumpster for a month, you'll get a free dump. Hey, if you've ever had to rent a dumpster and you fill it up and you had to pay for that extra dump, brother, you know that that ain't cheap. So you get a free dump. So if you rent it for a month, I'm guessing you get one dump a week. Traditionally, you'll get a fifth dump, assuming that's how they do it. That's a big deal, uh, especially as a looming trash debacle is trash apocalypse 2.0 is coming to Jackson. Just be mindful of that. Uh, also, on the rental side of things, on, on equipment, if you rent any piece of dirt equipment for two weeks, you will get an extra 10% off. So I don't really have to sell that far. You understand how that works. The longer you use it, you're going to get a little discount. So if you got a little little bigger project, you're digging a pool or whatever, 10% off of heavy uh, of dirt moving equipment. That's right there, reliable rental equipment in North Jackson, the corner of State Street and Meadowbrook Road. Right over there across from the old Meadowbrook Movie Theater. Reliable rental equipment, ms.com, locally owned, locally operated. Good chance you'll meet Steve, the owner, if you're in there. Good, good folks. Had a uh, pleasure getting to meet them in person the other day. Check them out. Go see Lance, Steve, and the whole team. Reliable rental equipment. All right. I had a few people text and ask about that rap song. Uh, I do have a link to the Instagram account. I ain't saying it's good. I'm just saying I made it into a rap song. Uh, But I will gladly shoot anybody the link that wants it. So, uh Hey, I ain't hating. I like I, the the more gutter rap is, the more I tend to like it. Like it harkens back to my old Southside days. Uh, I have traditionally, I have terrible taste in rap music. Uh, what, what everybody else likes, I hate. What everybody else hates, I like. So, teach their own. Um, let's see here. Let me read a few of your texts on the Guns of Your Text Line. I was trying to Justin. I was trying to reply that what I just said to you, but I just said it on the radio. So, let's see here. Um, any news? Any news on the legislation to legalize online gambling in the state legislature? Not since the last thing that I talked about on here. Um, if you guys want online gambling legalized, you or not, I'm on the side of legalize it. You know, but I, I'm not telling anybody else how they should 
how they should feel. I understand that at the end of the day, this is conservative talk radio, and a lot of people are against any of the sin stuff. And, hey, I'm not going to argue with you. We're probably better off without all of it, but I'm a Pandora's box has already been opened. We might as well make the most money we can off of it. I now understand I'm probably on the wrong side of that, and I'll have to worry about that in the afterlife. But if you want to be able to pull up your phone and gamble on sporting events, mainly to play, I mean, I know people will gamble on games. For me, you need to be able to gamble on fantasy sports. I, I loved when we could gamble on fantasy sports. I'm not a big gambler. I don't go to the casino and play blackjack or any of that. I've never won any money on the slot machines. But I was pretty good at fantasy sports. And I don't like playing with the big groups of people and like being in a league and all that. I like to play myself every Sunday, open it up, pick my team, and go. And they took that away. I would like for that to come back. I did pretty good at that. Went a couple hundred bucks a weekend. You know, so at least over the season. I and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't want I'll make my own moral decisions. I don't need the government making my moral decisions for me when it comes to this type of stuff. And uh, yes, I know we could be sitting here and we could play devil's advocate and say, well, Clay, what about abortion? Why don't you, if it bothers you, why don't you just not do it? And don't worry about the people that do, because I don't care what you say that affects another life. When I was 20, frankly, up until about the time I was 25, I was pro-choice. I didn't care. And then my daughter happened. And I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Why would anybody ever want to do that? So I give people grace that haven't had a child yet when it comes to that. But I think once you do, your opinion on it changes, depending on how bad your kid is. Then you consider like post-birth abortion. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a joke. Anyway, that's, so to answer your question, about the gambling. It did not mean to go down the abortion rabbit hole. It's been on my mind a little bit lately. The You need to call your legislature. Call the Senate. Call your senator on the Senate side. And call your representative on the House side. If you live out in Brandon, you need to call Fred Shanks and Josh, Josh Hawkins. Is it Hawkins or Hawkins? I always get it confused. Call Josh. Call Fred. Those are our two state reps out there, at least for me. And let them know, hey, I want this. Because I'm telling you, man, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. The, so I've been doing this, this this radio stuff for three years now. Been really trying to pay, pay more attention to how things work in the legislature. And I look, I am not a pro by any means. But I'm just telling you that squeaky wheel gets the grease. For the most part. Like, especially when it comes to banning things. They're going to lean, they're going to err on the side of banning if that's what the most phone calls they get say. They, they, they're legalizing, they're, they're not going to err on the side of legalizing. It's always going to, they're always going to lean to whatever. They love to ban things at the Capitol. They love to feel like flex the muscle and be like, I saved little Timmy from dot, dot, dot. You know, that's why we've been fighting tooth and nail every year about Kratom. Fighting tooth and nail. And we're going to crank that fight up here again soon. Uh, 
So they're always going to err on the side of banning versus just allowing things to be. I don't know why. I, I guess, again, I guess it's just a flex. They like to ban stuff. They like to be as tyrannical as possible. But I do know that they listen to those phone calls that come in. They indeed do. You know, except apparently when it comes to the uh, the vaccine stuff. They don't, you know, and all the vaccines they give children, they they like to, because I, I know they call and harass and, you know, I don't mean harass in a negative way, Mary Jo, don't, don't bite my head off. I just mean harass and constant, 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 and they just stick their heads in the sand. And it's like, no, nope, I think we need more vaccines for children. <laughs> you know, anyway. I think we really need to get Mary Jo on here soon and talk about all the childhood vaccine stuff. It's mind-boggling how many different vaccines they make these children get. And we wonder why there's a rise in autism and all these other things. I mean, I, I don't think there's any coincidence that it all lines up with about the time they started deciding that you need 872 injections before you get into elementary school. All right, let's take our break real quick. Come back. I got a bunch more stories I want to hit. This is the Clay Edwards Show. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Phone line this morning, 601-879-0002. I am efforting a special guest in the second hour, something I think you guys will find fun and entertaining. If it goes through, I'll let you know who. If not, just forget I said it. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, Pure Air Consultants are ready to take care of all of your heating and cooling needs. I had to replace the air filters on my air conditioner at the house or on my unit yesterday or no, Sunday as a matter of fact. Found out that my house has two filters, oddly enough. Anyway, neither here nor there. If I have a problem, Pure Air Consultants will be my first call. Uh, they're celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to central Mississippi. And they want to offer you a rare free gift. How about a free labor warranty for five years? Are you tired of expensive heating and furnace repairs or high utility bills? Specialties at Pure Air Consultants include heater installation, furnace installation, Heater repair, furnace repair, heating maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator installation, new construction build, thermostat installation, and more. They do offer financing for those folks out there like myself. And contact, and you can contact them today at mypureairconsultants.com. Mypureairconsultants.com. Ream, a new degree of comfort. All right. Let's read a few texts real quick on the Guns and Gear text line. Be sure to get out to Guns and Gear today. They're open Tuesday through Saturday right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. Your home for no-limit ammo, gunsmithing, coating, and, of course, they sell guns. They also buy guns as well, and they're constantly buying new and unique uh, estate sales to offer you one-of-a-kind type opportunities to purchase guns you can't get anywhere else. All right, let's see here. Somebody said, yes, please have Mary Jo on soon. 
Yep, I will text Mary today and see if she wants to come on this week. And it's Josh Harkins. I said Hawkins. Josh Harkins. Uh, thank you, Justin. Um, Blake says, how about, uh, we already talked about that. Blake says, uh, my fan duel still works. I was able to bet on the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, look, there's ways around it. You know, VPN, and I, I guess it's where your bank account's based out of. Like, you can go to Texas and get a, or Tennessee and get a bank account. And there, there's ways around it. But, you know, if we're being a, above board, uh, which, you know, whatever, man. I, if, there, if there's a way to screw the state and the government, sign me up. Sign me up. Every time they want to ban something, I just want to find a way to do it anyway. Breaking rules when necessary. Uh, Reagan can says, uh, breaking news, President Biden has discovered that the United WBA's a southern border. Update at 11. I don't get it. What is WBA? Uh, Chad says, I want to be able to buy lottery tickets online. I want people to be able to scan their tickets with their phone, like a QR code, and go somewhere else other than the line at the gas station to redeem them. It is so easy to quit eating sweets and gas station junk for me. I literally, I pull up to the gas stations, I just pay at the pump, and I leave now because my patience and intolerance for stupid people eating up the line to do their scratch-offs or to pick their 50 different lottery tickets. Now, look, I'm all for the lottery stuff. I think it's great as long as they're actually paving roads and doing whatever else they've promised they would do with the money. But I cannot stand having to stand behind people while they pick and mole over their lottery tickets. I mean, I, I, I don't play scratch-offs. I go in there, I'll get $10 or $20 worth of quick picks, Powerball or Mega Millions or whatever, and boom, 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 I'm out of there. There's got to be a better way. Like, I, I was under the impression that, you know, some of these gas stations would be required to have a separate checkout for lottery tickets because it is a damn nightmare getting stuck behind some of y'all. Give me a number one. Give me a number 12. Give me two of those. One of those, like, come on, man. It's all luck. Spend get ten of the same ones and let's go. Yeah, so, yeah, Chad, I, I agree. They should be able to buy them online. Should be able to get them online. Um, somebody says, unknown texture, says bologna sandwiches suck, Clay. They do. But I'm going to tell you what. That last time I spent a couple of days in jail back in 07, Day one, I didn't eat. I'm like, no, I'm getting out of here. I gave my sandwich away. By day two or three, whatever it was, when I finally decided I needed to eat something, this wet bologna sandwich from out there in Hines County was the was a delicatessen. It was the best dish I'd ever eaten. So you get hungry enough, it's amazing what you'll eat. Just ask those people who crashed and plane up in the Andes years ago. They start looking at, looking at you and like, mm, I like dark meat. <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's see here. Ready Teddy says Walmart has a lottery kiosk. And uh, unknown texture, the fried bologna at Beatty Street was awesome. Let's just be honest, everything at Beatty Street was awesome. 
National Treasure gone. If y'all had just supported them, like you did when they announced they were going out of business, they wouldn't be out of business. Speaking of places that went out of business, Bonefish in Madison closed. And based on the last time I was in there, I understand why. You got to tip. You got if you don't tip, you don't keep good wait staff. You get you get bad wait staff. You don't get good service. You don't get good service, people quit going. That's the way it works. That's the that's how that's how the restaurant business works. So, tip when you go places. Let's see here. Go back to my notes. Did y'all see Dr. Phil? We're going to hit this. Did y'all see Dr. Phil go scorched earth on The View? Of course you didn't. Y'all don't watch The View. Neither do I. But it, the internet does, thankfully. And they took this clip from The View and Dr. Phil yesterday, and we are going to play it for you now. Dr. Phil lit Whoopi up, son. Lit her up. I'm trying to pull it back up here. I wasn't logged into my X account. Why do they make this so difficult? I just want to click a link. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, while the computer is choosing to not act right, Dr. Phil was on The View yesterday, and... Absolutely scorched them. All right, we finally got it here. Here we go. It's about a minute long. And COVID hits 10 years later, and the same... Uh, the context, I'm sorry, the context. says, uh, th- this is from Clay Travis. Dr. Phil just went on The View and dunked on all the hosts over how insane uh, COVID school closures were. The audience cheers, and the host jeer. COVID hits 10 years later... And the same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested. And in fact, sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers. With no way to watch. And- now, now, listen to Whoopi's comeback for this. It's okay that kids got sexually molested, but at least they were safe from COVID. Referrals dropped 50 to 60%. So, there was also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going was, on. They were trying to save They were trying lives. to save so kids' well. lives. Remember, we know a lot of folks who died during this. So it wasn't, people weren't laying Not around eating children. bond, but well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the, the, the places that they could be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you so- let, me, let me ask a question. Would you rather be sick or molested? Would you rather be sick or molested? Would you rather your child be sick or molested? No school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group, and they suffered 
and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. And that was the last time Dr. Phil was on The View. <laughs> hey, I'll say it. I'll say it. No healthy school kid died from COVID. No healthy school kid died from COVID. I'll say it. With it, no, no child without underlying health conditions or obese or, or, or that was obese, which I consider an underlying health condition, died from COVID. Now, we can, we can rehash this argument, and we will, to the end of time. Until anybody who lived through COVID, as long as we're still alive, we will this this argument will get rehashed and rehashed and rehashed about what shoulda woulda coulda happened. I mean, I think I I think most of the people that listen to this show, and I know we have a wide audience. Most of the people that listen to the show probably tend to disagree with how COVID was handled. I still ain't let it go with Tate Reeves, and he did a I mean, as y'all keep telling me. Well, he did a better job than most. I mean, I think we can clearly look at our friend Ron DeSantis when he's a governor, not, not trying to run for president, when he's the best governor in this, in this country, at the job he did in Florida. And we can clearly say that that's not the same job that was done here. But neither here nor there. I'm back in Tate's camp for now. He's our governor for the next four years. He's bringing a lot of economic development to town, to the state. He's doing a great job. I can compartmentalize. And uh, both things can be right. I can be upset for the way that was handled. And I can also say, hey, you're doing a great job now. All right, so there's that. Let's take a break, come back, land the plane for hour one. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Let's read a few of your guns and gear text messages uh, to wind down hour one here. All, anytime you get talking about the kids and the, and the COVID stuff, it does tend to get things fired up which y'all being fired up gets me fired up uh spook says clay riding around downtown jackson and the homeless were all over the governor's mansion and churches now wow oh yeah it's gotten bad down there brother uh especially in that business district unfortunately uh carrie says uh kids might have died from the vaccine though yep steven says one one can get over sickness never a rape amen brother Amen. We'll never completely understand the damage done to kids by forcing them to stay home. But one of the good things that came out of it, one of the good things that came out of them kids being sent home and it blew up in their faces like never before is parents got to see what these vile, evil, Marxist, LGBTQ, trans-affirming teachers were teaching their children. And it birthed groups like Moms for Liberty that are down there fighting what they're teaching your kids. So within a negative came a positive. Uh, Unfortunately, at the detriment of a bunch of kids' mental health. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. You've tuned back in to the most incendiary show on the radio. The Clay Edwards Show, the number one 
talk show in Central Mississippi in the morning times right here on WYAB. This segment brought to you by friends down at Mercy House Teen Challenge, Teen Adult and Teen Challenge Auto Center, a.k.a. Mercy House Auto Center. Dot com. Guys, are you in the market for a you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, something in the ten thousand dollar to twenty thousand dollar range? Check out Mercy House Teen Challenge. They will get you covered today. You can shop them online at MercyHouseAutoCenter.com and boom, you will be ready to go. They got something in every price range. Sorry, I haven't sent somebody the phone number here. Uh, they got something available in every price range and every credit range. Are you uh, are you kind of on the struggle bus with your credit? Well, we've all been there, and they can got they got something for everybody. They have financing options for all credit situations. Just give them a call today and let them see what they can do for you. Whether you are coming out of a bankruptcy or you got eight hundred credit score. They, they again. They can help you out through all different aspects of that. I just uh, this is just my twelve years in the car business telling you this. If you if you got bad credit, you're gonna have to have some money down. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. You can't have bad credit and no money down. It, it don't work like that. Unfortunately, it just it's. I always make this analogy, and people get mad at me, but get as mad as you want. That's what I do around here. You can't be ugly. And rude. You got to have a redeeming quality. You need cash or good credit. <laughs> that was unofficial there. That, the ad read was over when I said that. I just want to make that clear. All right. We, uh, we have got a special guest on the phone here. Uh, we've got a little uh, bit of a celebrity, Miss Heather Smith. You've seen her on Naked and Afraid as well as more. She has a very popular social media platform, Heather Smith Outdoors. Heather, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Clay? I'm doing good. Sorry, I, I tried to have you on hold there, but we, we're live, so we are on the radio. Um, oh, nice. No, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't I didn't know what to do with my hands. Oh, no. You're all, all good. All good. I appreciate you calling in this morning. <laughs> I, I kind of teased it a little in the first hour. I said we may have a special guest call in for a minute in hour two. And uh, I just told people, I said, if it doesn't happen, just pretend I didn't say that. Um, Heather, right. I was... I, nothing, nothing to see here. Move along. Yeah. So Miranda Gladney, you know, is actually one of my best friends. And so I, I posted on my social media that I was going to be on here and she said, Oh my goodness, two villains on one show. Awesome. Awesome, man. We, we love yeah. our listeners. Hey, so I was trying to get a crash course. I mean, I follow you on social media, so I know a little bit about you. I was trying to get a crash course, uh, when I Googled you and uh, there is another Heather Smith you may or may not be aware of. Uh, no, no. Uh, well, I Googled Heather Smith naked trying to get naked and afraid and oh yeah yeah there's a yeah yeah, yeah and i just think yeah. that would that would be enough i wouldn't have to type the whole thing out and i got a whole nother heather smith <laughs> yeah, yeah no i know i had i had a stalker actually that followed the show that was uh that actually started stalking my kids uh because of the, the first episode of the show and uh it got a little crazy she was posting a bunch of crazy stuff and unfortunately she she also got me confused with the uh, with the other Heather Smith, and so she was posting all this crazy stuff about about me, but she was it was about the other girl, that one that was in the adult film industry, and <laughs> and then uh, and then but unfortunately she did figure out you know she she did come over here she drove nine hundred seventy six miles here. 
That's crazy. Look on, on a on a you know obviously on a different level, but when people drag your kids into it, it don't matter if it's local radio or international TV. It gets personal real quick. Uh, I've got a I've got a crazy stalker up here that disagrees with my political beliefs, and um, he was posting pictures of my kid and stuff on his social media and all that. I had but a put yeah, a screeching awesome. halt to it it's real so, quick. Uh, it's actually really bad. They, the state of Texas actually filed felony charges on her for stalking and intimidation. When they, she crossed the line when she involved the children, and and that's that's. That's the problem there. And um, and she claims to actually be a family member of one of the cast members that was on the show with me. So uh, the um, it is absolutely uh, – when they when family members are – you know, when, when they go after your children, that, that's – you know, whether or not I consented to be on a reality television show and, and put myself out there, you know, at no point is it okay for any person of sound mind would know – not to involve minor children. Yeah, I'm I'm Teflon, but you leave my family out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's the same way here. I think it's ridiculous to go after minor children. I think, any, again, I think any, anyone of sound mind or, you know, that is, is sane knows that, you know, minor children are not involved. It's those that are, are not well or need to be medicated or, you know, need some sort of uh, professional help are the only kind of individuals that will bring children into anything. Absolutely. Well, look. Uh, you, you're, you're good friends with one of my lifelong good friends, Miss Ashley Deadeye Jones. I saw that y'all recently mm-hmm. went on a, a road trip adventure that I was so jealous because that's when I started following you. Is that Ashley had told me about you, and I'd watch some of the show, but I didn't necessarily put two and two together. So then I was like, oh, okay, well, this is the girl from the TV show. And, mm-hmm. man, y'all went all over. I would say just the southeast, but y'all were kind of everywhere, man. Tell us about that. Yeah, we were Where's Waldo of the, of the south, so – we we started a super epic adventure, and my kids were out on break, too. And so um, we went down to the Louisiana Neutral Rodeos where we started it off. Uh, Robbie Carter, that does the Mississippi Goldfish Classic, actually lives in uh, Ocean City, Mississippi, um, is a very good friend of mine. And I kind of roped him into the Louisiana uh, to the uh, Neutral Rodeo last year. And uh, right before we were supposed to go last year, I actually left to go film Naked and Afraid Castaways, but at the time I couldn't tell anybody what I was doing. I just had to say... Hey, take my airboat. I gotta go. Can't tell you where I'm gonna be. I'll see you next month. Yeah. And he's like, "What?" I was like, "Just go." And so uh, apparently, when I came back from filming, he had taken over as running running the tournament, you know, with Squirrel and some other people that have it. And and so this year, he's like, "Okay, you got me roped in. You got to come down." So uh, Ashley and I went down, and, and we participated in the neutral rodeo. And uh, it was freezing. It was a blast. Uh, pun intended. Uh, we definitely helped do land management when it comes to the invasive species of nutra and hog. Met scale crackers, had a big nutra cook-off there. Uh, they did a big rat toss. Um, and then we did we went red fishing with Fish Intimidator Lodge, amazing place. Um, and I love Ron and Shelly, uh, and we brought the kids out. And then we went up to New Orleans. A good friend of mine is Chef Charmaine uh, Benson. Uh, her family owns the, um, what you know, is the the NFL Saints. Yes. Um, and so Charmaine is a private chef. So a few weeks ago, Ashley, I had surprised Ashley and went, went to dinner over at, at Charmaine's house, and she cooked for us. Well, this time, she we brought our kids with us, and she brought our daughters in and actually did a culinary class with our daughters. And so Ashley got to, and I got to sit down, and our daughters cooked, learned how to make a uh, a Creole gumbo, a roux and all, and and the Trinity, and, and made us a gumbo, and made us uh, red beans and rice, and brought it into us, and then taught us the history on both of the dishes, and that was pretty cool. They learned that from Chef Charmaine. 
Um, and then we did a cemetery tour, uh, and this is our second ghost tour that we've done in New Orleans. Uh, we've done one already with Witches Brew Tours, which is like the number one ghost tour in in the country. I did not know that. And uh, then, so Ashley and I went and checked it out again a few weeks ago on that our first trip to New Orleans. And we were so fascinated by how historical the tour was. It wasn't, it's not just a ghost tour. Like we were learning about the architecture of the city and it was just so fascinating to learn so much about the city through this tour. And I, we just thought it would be great to bring our children to let them learn because it's fun at the same time. And, and that's what we did. We did a cemetery tour and we learned so much and the kids were blown away. We were blown away. We were blown away at some of even the headstones, like, you know, they, they call them the cities of the dead, right, in New Orleans. You know, they're buried above ground. Well, uh, that term actually came from Mark Twain. I did not know that. Did you know that? I did not know that. So Mark Twain came down on this new invention called the steamboat when he lived up in Missouri, you know, and he would go down to New Orleans and visit, and he went and saw uh, the cemeteries, and he came back and he said, I just got back from visiting the cities of the dead, because it all looks like little, little, you know, buildings, you know, mm-hmm. and ever since then, it's now been referred to the cities of the dead. Mark Twain came up with that saying, but we were looking at one, I even took a picture of one of the headstones that says, I wasn't finished. Like, that's what they wrote on their I wasn't finished? headstone. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? You know, that was weird. And, and then another one was like my last brother, you know, and it was like, you know, it was brother number seven or something. And we're like, you know, he didn't even have his name on there. It just had my last brother, you know. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we were, it was a little a little bizarre to look through all of that stuff. Yeah, and then ba- you see like. Uh, back during you know, COVID. Oh, I'm sorry. Huh? I was going to say, back during, yeah. back during COVID, when everything was kind of shut down, you know, I, this is kind of how I got into the radio stuff and doing podcasts and social media and urban exploration. It all started with, like, urban exploration, and I saw how bad a shape everything was in here in my hometown of Jackson. But it really, the, the, the nexus of it was, I've always kind of had a fear, like, I think of most rational people, of cemeteries. But it was something about it. I decided I wanted to learn how to fly my drone. And I was like, I'm going to go to a cemetery. Nobody will bother me there. You know, and um, I just got to walking around these old historic cemeteries around here and just kind of fell in love with these places and just like reading the headstones. And it was like 100 percent just at peace. It wasn't like the spooky thing. I wouldn't want to be there at nighttime, mainly because it was in Jackson, more so than the cemetery. I didn't want to become the next permanent guest there. But just walking around and just seeing all the the old headstones dating back to the 1800s and some of the historical families, even up here in like central Mississippi, it was just really Cool, and I haven't done it again, you know, in a while. But like the the Civil War headstones and all that stuff, it's it's really neat. I do want to do the New Orleans when that sounds phenomenal. Oh, it was phenomenal! Witchesburg tour actually puts on an amazing tour. And I mean, for example, here's something I didn't know. Do you know that Metallica, the song for whom the bell tolls, actually is about? Okay, so back in the day they would accidentally bury people that were still alive, right? And so what they did is they put, like, a hole in there with a string, and they would have, that's how the term Night Watch came on, because the Night Watch would be there, and people would ring the bell, right, when they, if they were still alive and they were accidentally buried alive, right? So for whom the bell tolls is actually, that's what that was named about. Uh, That that song is actually after those, for people that were, you know, back in that era, and the Night Watcher who would sit there and listen for the bell to, to people, so the people didn't get passed on, you know, and that would actually be resurrected rather and, than dying in the, in the coffin. And there's the nexus of all of our fears of being buried alive. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like that's, I mean, I, I've done some pretty crazy stuff, as you know, I think everybody's seen. And so, uh, 
that's that's a fear. Definitely, I think a fear of mine. I mean, I've, I've been chased by hippos. I've had to. I woke up with a puff adder on my back. You know, I've had some other crazy stuff. I had to swim through saltwater crocs and been eaten alive by bugs. But, um, you know, being in a box, you know, buried alive is, is obviously a fear. That how do you get out of that? You know, unless you unless you can Bruce Lee it. You know. And no doubt, that's that, that's a scary, scary thought. Um, so Heather, what's up next for you? Anything you can talk about? Yeah, I do have some really cool stuff coming up. Well, I mean, we weren't even done. Hold on, let me tell you about the rest of the tour. So okay. After we, we we left the cemetery tour, then we went back out to Venice, and um, I we went offshore. We went out with Superstar Charters, and it was epic. Like the water was like glass, and we went out probably eighty to a hundred miles. And I knew that it was a red first time. The a.k.a. Ashley, you know, first time to, to get on a yellowfin. So we hooked up. We threw a topwater popper coming across because they were busting everywhere. From I mean, as far as you could see, giant. I'm talking giant yellowfin were just jumping out of the water. It was insane. I've never seen. I mean, I've seen a feeding frenzy. I've seen, you know, this never like this. I'm talking as far as I could see in every direction. And even when the, the boat would go, we would go down a couple miles, it was still going on. It was it was almost as if I was like, oh, my gosh, I died and went to heaven, and this is my version of heaven, you know? Absolutely. And it was gorgeous. So we, she hooked up with, like, a 180-pound uh, tuna first, and then it was so big that it broke the guides off of the rod. And uh, then the second one came up, and, and then I just told her to go ahead, you know, take my turn because I know she – I wanted her to catch a yellowfin. And so, um, in fact, we did get a 140-pound yellowfin on, on deck, which was an epic fish. And then you saw her eat the heart because, it's, you know, tradition is if you don't eat the heart of your first yellowfin, you'll never catch another one. Well, that explains and, why I did not catch another one. I was not aware of yeah, my 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 my, my my captain did not tell me of this uh, of this tradition. Yeah, it is a ritual. It is a very much a superstitious ritual that you have to eat the heart of it. And so uh, we ate the heart, and then we came in, and then we took off, and the next day we went over to Abbeville, and we went out and we went crawfishing in Abbeville. We saw how bad the impact of the drought really is. Um, I've been wondering we, about we, that. Yeah, we we brought the littles out with us on a little uh, boat. We went out to catch traps, and normally it takes ten to fifteen traps to fill up a sack. And we checked a hundred and fifty traps, and we got three fourths of a sack. Wow! Yeah, it is really bad. Man, look, I, I've got several friends that own the kind of crawfish bars and stuff up here in the yeah. central Mississippi area. And, I mean, I, look, I've been praying for them because, I mean, this is their one time of the year to, to make their money for the year because most of these places aren't really, you know, 52-week-a-year businesses. Right, and, right, right. And, and to get punched in the gut, I'm afraid we may end up losing some of these places if uh, if they can't figure out a way to to shift. Yeah, it's very seasonal, and unfortunately, I mean, we're seeing a lot of that that problem over here, too, you know. And, and, and what's really sad is, you know, the crabs, I, I mean, and this is going outside of our territory, but, you know, the crabs are bad up at the Bering Sea, so they they shut down crabbing season this year in Alaska, which they did that the year before, too. And so between the crabs and the, the crawfish, you know, uh, the seafood industry is taking just a massive hit, right? You know, so uh, it's very sad to see. But, um, from there... After we finished in Abbeville, we shot up to Texarkana, and then uh, my friend Charlie Farley 
He's a country rapper, country singer. He's, he lives up there. He went to his house. And Belant, my co-star from uh, Naked and Afraid, he flew in. And we all went kayaking with all of our kids. How was that? Fun? That was amazing. So I'm sponsored by Hoodoo. I absolutely love Hoodoo. Uh, we've got Charlie on with the Hoodoo team now. And now Ash is coming on with, with Hoodoo as well. And they're the pedal kayak. So they said I was there one minute, and then I was just – I had booked it across the lake already. I was just already – Got me a little Red Bull and, and started pedaling like I was on a bike, and then I disappeared with me and my little fishing pole in my, my kayak. <laughs> hey, hey, Heather, do you have time to do another segment with us? Yeah, sure. Look, i, I got to take a break real quick. Just stay on hold. As soon as we come back, I, I want to hear the end of the trip, and I want to see what you got working for us next. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We've got Naked and Afraid star Heather Smith on the line with us. We're going to come back. When, uh, we'll have Heather for more. Stay tuned. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Before we get back to our guest, real quick, this segment brought to you by, you just heard the ad right there, Stonington Farm Beef, locally raised right here in Mississippi, grass-fed, grass-finished, 100% mRNA, antibiotic, and steroid-free, Mississippi-raised red meat, son. Some good beef. Uh, They come up here to central Mississippi once a month. You can also order online, and you can go by and pick it up. I think they can ship, too. But if you want to get it from them fresh, they come up here once a month. They have three local delivery areas, Florence, Ridgeland, and Brandon. almost forgot the town I live in. <laughs> so check them out, stoningtonfarm.com. That's Stonington with two N's, and experience the grass-fed difference. You can order everything from one pound of hamburger meat all the way up to a whole cow package. You'll need to contact them for pricing and availability. That is Stonington Farm, the grass-fed difference. All right, back to our guest. We've got Naked and Afraid star Miss Heather Smith here, uh, avid outdoorsman as well. Um, Heather's been telling us about a trip that her and a good friend of ours, a good friend of the show, Miss Ashley Deadeye Jones, our very own local celebrity with a swamp people that they recently went on and Man, it just sounds like I'm envious. You know, I've been wanting to get away and do a just a tour like that, just a trip, just no holes barred, go to kind of go do everything for years and years and years. But uh, as life goes, haven't always been able to get away to do it. So I'm kind of living vicariously through Heather and Ashley as they've been on this this road trip throughout the southeast, can experience all these awesome things. Ashley, I mean Heather, I'm sorry. Did uh did, did we get to the end of the trip with the uh, with the kayaking? We did. We did. We finally did. We were going to go one more place. My kids were like, Mom! Like, they were just fun. And then Ashley came, went home, and she went, went crappie fishing. I was so jealous she got to go get some sockeye. But uh, it, it, you know you did really good when you, your kids are looking at you and they're wiped out, you know? Yeah. And you and you didn't go. There's no video games involved. It's completely outdoors activities. And they're like, I just want to take a nap. When you out-kid your kids, it's a good day. It's a great day. It's a great day. I love it. I'm all about Xboxes, not over tackle boxes. I mean, I mean, tackle boxes over Xboxes. You know, and I, I think I had some people giving me flack this morning because I said that, and they're like, oh, bull crap, I played video games. I didn't say no video games. I just said we need more tackle boxes over Xboxes. Uh, agree. You know, you know, you don't need to be completely pasty, right? You don't have to have a hunchback. You can get out and look at the – there's a cool thing outside called the sun – you know, you get a little vitamin D from it, you know, from being seeing it. So that's a good thing. So, I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and you do not have to answer this. I know it's inappropriate to ask a woman her age, but I'm guessing I'm 46. I'm guessing we're close to about the same age from the same era. Yep. 
Yep, I'm 46. I'll be 47 next month. Okay, so we were the last generation to grow up, and we had video games, but not like they do now. We were the last era that got told to come home when the streetlights come on, you know, that really got to grow up outdoors, whether it was just riding right. around in the neighborhood or in the woods. You know, so many kids now, yeah. they, they've got these – and look, I'm as guilty as anybody nowadays with a phone in my hand 24-7, but I'm so glad I had the first part of my life without this attachment. Yeah, I voted. I had the right to vote. I had the right to vote before I had the uh, before I could get on AOL. You know, so like I think AOL, like that dial-up weird noise started after I think I was like nineteen, eighteen or nineteen or something. And so when that started, so I didn't grow up with the internet. You know, if we wanted to learn something. You know, I had to go look in, in the encyclopedia set. You know, that sat in the, in the living room, right? You know, that's how I looked things up. So. um you know, if I want to learn something, I had to go out and learn it the hard way. You know, we didn't have Ubers. We didn't have phones. You know, we didn't have anything like that. So, well, you know, um, we know more now than we ever do. But I'm I'm speaking for myself. I'm dumber than I've ever been. But I can tell you anything in the world in 10 seconds because I can just Google it. And it has completely ruined us on actually learning things and problem solving. You know, it's like, well, I'll, I'll just Google it instead of learn it. It's on the Internet. You know, I had a guy yesterday that, that is in England talking to me because I was talking about the rattlesnakes here, and he's trying to tell me that modern moccasins are nice. He's never been here before. He lives in, or not England, he lives in Australia. But because he has Google, he's telling me about the temperament of water moccasins. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, dude, I said, I don't, I don't know what you do down under. He's like, well, Google said. I said, I don't care what Google said. I'm going to tell you right now, I have went toe-to-toe, you know, running like I was in an Olympic trial heat trying to get away from a moccasin more than once. Not because, you know, I, I triggered the snake, just because they're mean. You know, like, you know, water moccasins are mean. I've been chased by them many times. And he's like, they don't chase you. Like, we argued because it was on the Internet. And he's, again, from a different country. And I was like, come on, man. You know, like, I, I've been here. I, I grew up here. We all know cottonmouths are, are honorary. They're just mean. Well, Heather, I'm sure you know that. I'm sure you've seen that commercial that says, uh, I saw it on the Internet. It has yeah. to be true. Bonjour. Yeah, I'm a French model. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, this guy again. So I was, I was laughing, but. Uh, yep. Uh, Ashley and I are looking. I just hung up with her. Uh, as a matter of fact, my birthday, as we said, next month is my birthday. Me and her, her, her husband actually have a birthday close to each other. Uh, uh, like we're a day apart. So we are going to next month. I think we're all going to do something together for our birthdays. And that's what we were discussing is where to go. And it's going to be another adventure. So, uh, that'll be fun. As it, as it should be. So what is next in the world of Heather Smith and, uh, reality TV, more outdoor stuff? What you got, what you got planned for us in 2024? So I actually fish on the hogfin pro team. So I fish professionally offshore uh, for tournaments. So I've got five tournaments coming up this year. I stepped down from doing bass tournaments. Um, and I am just focusing on doing uh, my offshore tournaments. So, and then I have a social media management company, and you know I help with branding for people too when they're trying to build their name. But I, I work with other companies, so I am trying to step more into uh, to working on that basis, so I could spend more time outdoors with my family. But I do have five tournaments coming up, and I'll be on the East Coast a lot. So uh, May I, I take off to the Bahamas for a tournament, and then. I've got two tournaments in North Carolina, then I've got two tournaments in Maryland, and those are about a week each, plus I've got pre-fishing. So I'll be spending a, a better part of the summer on the East Coast. Okay, spend the summer on the water. Can you really get to ask for more and call it work? Yeah, yep, I'll be out there fighting. At, uh, the, the White Marlin Open, Is I'll be fishing that. That's $6 million for first place. 
I'm fishing Big Rock. That's uh, 3.2 million for first place. I fished it last year. I think you maybe seen it in the news. There was one of the other teams that we were fishing against that we were actually friends with. Um, we heard the call out on the radio when they hooked up and they fought it and fought it for hours and they should have won that tournament. But a shark came up and bit it while they were fighting at Marlin and they got disqualified. And it was just really, really sad to see because they were a great team of people. Hey, so in closing, I got a question. Being a being a female in the outdoors world and being the avid outdoors person that you are, look, I'm a, I'm a parent of a daughter. I'm a father of a daughter. Uh, what, what advice would you give parents who have a young daughter about getting them involved in the outdoors now, it's like starting them involved. young? Yeah, just bring them everywhere you go. You know what I mean? Like, I, I bring my kids no matter what. Even when I do my survival training for Naked and Afraid, like, I bring my kids with me. I call them my little apocalypse partners. They've been in survival training with me for since they were, you know, little, you know, so – uh, they're my little apocalypse partners. Just bring them. Don't don't baby them. Don't you know? Oh, you're a girl. You can't just treat them equally. Get them out there. You know, get them involved. Get them their own gear. You know, um, doesn't have to be pink. Okay, everybody likes every color, but uh, <laughs> you know, treat them the same. Treat them equally, and and just bring them with you for everything. That's funny. I, I call I call mine my apocalypse posse. Huh? I call mine my apocalypse posse. Yeah, see, I call my, my apocalypse partners. Like, so if something happens, you know, if something happens to me and I get hurt, my kids need to know what to do, you know. And so, and, and I'm a single mom, so uh, that I've got these two. So if something happens to me, it's just these two. And I was like, look, you guys are going to starve if you can't figure this out, if I'm knocked out, you know. So, um, and one of y'all better figure out how to make me better, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, and, you know, I know, I, I, know, I know we ain't talking no politics, but I'm just going to say this. You know, things could get really, really bad the next couple of years, so people need to be learning these survival skills uh, just they in case. Do. They do. I mean, well, prime example, you know, like <clears throat> I was laughing the other day. We were talking, and, they, you know, we lost the power for AT&T, and somebody tried to say it was a solar affair. Well, the NOAA just put out uh, a statement, and these are the people that monitor space, and they said it was not because of a solar flare, which we all know it wasn't because of a solar flare. And I said, I even said, I go, uh, guys, I, I'm not trying to, you know, be the, the, the argue, you know, uh, you know, the one arguing here, but we all have satellites up in our space, right? You know, we, I've got, I'm with Verizon, so Verizon's right next to AT and T or whatever. They're all together, you know. Like, it, if it's going to be a tidal wave, it's not just going to take out one satellite, right? Like, so they're all going down, you know. So. Uh, that, that was the same thing I was thinking. I'm like, well, our, our local cell phone stuff here, C Spire, uh, the Mississippi-based yeah. one, theirs worked fine. I'm an AT&T customer, but AT&T didn't. These other ones did. Sorry, solar flare wasn't the answer. Yeah, no, it definitely not the answer. Like, I, I didn't lose power. But seeing everybody, how they all kind of went back to this little house on the prairie and everybody lost their crap, you know, <laughs> for a minute, you know, because they, they didn't have cell phone service. Like, I'm really concerned about, like, you guys really – People really need to get out and, and learn the land and, and learn how to handle things because people have really taken the fact that they have, I, you know, what they call smartphones in their hands, and, and people cannot. And that's the one thing I can tell you, like going on naked and afraid. When you go out there, they take your phone. Obviously, they take your clothes. But, you know, you're so used to Googling what to do, right, because when in any situation because we have our phones. Well, you know, I've been conditioned now not to do that because I don't have shit. I don't even have shoes, you know. Um, but 
the rest of society is conditioned to do that. If that was only a precursor for a few hours to show them that they really need to, you know, guys, go get books. Nobody's getting books anymore. Everybody's got these, you know, audio books. Oh, what are you going to do if you don't have electricity? Get books. Go out there. Get outside with your family. Learn how to do it. You know, do some little training classes. It's, it's just good to have these survival skills. You know, it's, it's basic survival skills and it's something to do with your family. That's a good thing. Heather, I could have this conversation all day. Thank you so much for your time this morning. We're bumping up against a break. How can people find you online and follow you? Heather Smith Outdoors. I'm on Heather Smith Outdoors on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, Threads. I think I named all of them, you know, but pretty much all of it. I mean, I reach about 14 million people a month on my social media. So uh, I'd, I'd really try to encourage people to get out. I try to encourage positivity, and I try to encourage growth and, and Stop the cynicism. Everybody just be cool with each other. Love everybody. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm going to uh, get back in touch with you about your social media uh, business stuff there. I've mine's reached a point where I need to learn how to uh, manage it a little bit better. So I may be yeah, in touch with absolutely. you. Absolutely. You know my number. Yep. All right. Heather Smith, thank you so much for taking the time this morning, Heather. Uh, thanks for having me on, Clay. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Hey, man, that was kind of unplanned. Uh, we were having a conversation this morning about something unrelated, and I was like, hey, while I got you, can I get you on the radio? And she was like, absolutely. So really cool to get a big star like uh, Heather Smith here on the show. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by Martin's downtown right down there on the corner of Pearl Street and State Street, the number one live music venue in central Mississippi outside of the amphitheater. Of course, the number one indoor live music venue, in my opinion, the coolest bar in all of Mississippi. And I will I will fight you over that one. It is so nice in there. So cool. And they may very well. Had the best plate lunch in all of Hines County. I know that that is a that is that could be debatable. There are some great gas stations out there with some good good food. But uh, today, get down to Martin's downtown. Grab the plate lunch. It is smoked ribs as it is every Tuesday, as well as the entire menu is available. Uh, just sitting here looking at it, you can get the you can get the fresh Gulf shrimp. You can get the let me pull it back up here. I'm going to tell you something that's uh, like sneaky good is their ribeye gyro. And, of course, every Friday night is ribeye night. They got country fried steak, fresh Gulf shrimp, redfish, Kathleen. They got the ribeyes, of course. You got Chicago-style sausage dogs, fried oyster platters, fried chicken strips, fried catfish, crawfish, julie pasta, and chicken parmesan, as well as a wide array of sandwiches such as the ribeye Euro and a Philly cheesesteak, and of course, try their po' boys and burgers too. Everything's available for delivery. Just go to Martin's Downtown JXN.com for more information. And uh, coming up March 9th, Big Al and the Heavyweights live in concert. And of course, don't forget the biggest St. Patty's Day parade after party in the entire city is right there at Martin's. They will have my good friends and yours. The Mustache Band playing outside in the uh, for the street party will be a great time. If you like 90s country music, you'll love the Mustache Band. Great dudes. 
And if you need a shirt, a green shirt to wear to Martin's downtown, I am selling an exclusive, very limited edition, must be pre-ordered, will not be available any other way. We're only printing what we pre-sell. The green FAFO Clay Edward Show shirts go to FAFOJXN.com and order your green limited edition FAFO shirt today. You got till March 8th to order the shirt, and then that's it. We're going to print it, and they'll be shipped to everybody that bought one, and they will not be available until next year. All right, let's see here. Man, appreciate Heather. That was fun, guys. Get your girls or parents in general. I say guys, I mean parents, male and female. Get your kids out there and get them outdoors and don't let the time you have with them as a young one slip away. You will regret it later. I promise. All right, hard shift of gears here. I saw something last night on Twitter. X. One day, I promise, we'll quit saying Twitter, formerly known as, or we'll quit saying X, formerly known as Twitter. But until that day, we're just going to keep on saying X, formerly Twitter. Um, An Ohio high school is receiving some controversy. They pepper sprayed a group of 11th grade students as a way to teach them a lesson in law enforcement and consequences. The school says the students volunteered for the activity and their parents okayed it. But of course, the wokes are not happy about this at all. What they're doing is they're teaching kids, if you in fact F around, you will in fact find out. Now, this is where I get controversial. This is where y'all get mad at me. But there's a big disconnect in, in black communities and how to act when you get pulled over by the police. A lot of fear. A lot of overreaction. Just a, the, the the whole system. If let's just pretend it was a transaction, the whole transaction between a large part of the black community in urban areas like Jackson and the police, it, it, it's screwed. It's just a bad situation. People do not know how to get out of. People do not know how to get out of traffic stops without a confrontation. Like, I believe that they should be in the schools by third grade here in Jackson. By third grade, fourth grade, through elementary school. I mean, I'm being serious here. This is not a joke. Through elementary school, they should be teaching kids how to interact with law enforcement before some of their parents poison their brains with, you're black, cops hate you. They need to teach kids good, positive situations and positive interactions and how to get out of a traffic stop alive. Now, I'm not saying pepper spray kids in third and fourth grade to teach them a lesson, a little prevent defense. I'm also not saying that I wouldn't, and, you know, with the proper permission slips signed, not that I think a single parent in Jackson would co-sign on this because it wouldn't fit the narrative, but they should. They should. Anyway, I retweeted this. If you re-exed it on uh, my X account at SaveJXN, if you want to check it out, there is video here of the kids being pepper sprayed. What do you think? Should kids be pepper sprayed as like a prevent defense? I think like, now this didn't go over well when I offered it, but back during COVID, like post-George Floyd, 
I reached out to some retired law enforcement. I volunteered myself to be the designated dummy. And I publicly invited Jacksonians, let's meet up somewhere, and we're going to run through how not to act on a traffic stop versus how to act. I was like, if, if there is such an epidemic of young black folks being killed by cops on traffic stops, let's show you how to get out of a traffic stop alive and show you the kind of things that will, in fact, get you killed on a traffic stop. Now, unfortunately, nobody took me up on that offer, so I did not have the event. But it's real simple. Yes, sir. No, sir. Here's my license. And anything else they ask you, just go along with it. They're the boss in that situation. I've told you, I don't like it. I don't like getting emasculated by a cop. But you know what I like? You know what I, I like less than that? Not going home. Not going home. The, your number one goal when you get pulled over is to do whatever you have to do to legally pull off from there under your own command. It, it ain't rocket science. It's a tense situation for them, too. I can assure you the last thing they want to really be doing is arguing with you on the side of the road. So, food for thought. Start teaching these kids at a younger age how to act on a traffic stop. Run through a traffic stop. Explain what happens. And, hey, at the end of the day, again, not rocket science. Don't ride dirty. Don't resist once you realize you're going to jail. Because once you resist, it don't matter what they pulled you over for. It's a hard reset. Now, it's your life or it's you versus them in a physical confrontation. And more times than not, they're going to win. Let's take a break. Come back land the plane for the day. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're getting ready to land the plane for the day. Again, I want to thank Heather Smith, Heather Smith Outdoors. Y'all check her out online for uh, coming on, spending about a half hour with us this morning. That was cool. Thank you, Ashley Jones, for making that happen. Uh, good stuff there, guys. Like I said, spend time with your little ones. Um, we could go on and on. This is one of those days I could uh, I could use a third hour, first hour, little little slow motion, man, hour two, business picks up around here. Podcast will be available shortly here in the next 30, 45 minutes or so. Just search Clay Edwards Show wherever you download podcasts, stream music, audiobooks, video, and more. It goes everywhere. We're almost out of our YouTube band, and we'll find our way right back into it because I ain't changing how I talk, and they don't like how I talk, but that's life in the big city, as my friend Kim Wade would say. Coming up next, we've got Americans for Prosperity right here from 9 to 10. See y'all tomorrow, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., same time, same place, Clay Edwards Show.